What's up, Mike Conley, Standout Truck King? Hope you're having a great morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening. I'm here with my main man, uh, JP. What up, JP? What up, Mike? What up? Ah, if he was from Detroit, we'd be like, what up, though? One of my best buddies, he's from Detroit. It, people from Detroit love Detroit, boy. He, if you ever if you ever said something negative about Detroit to someone from Detroit, just be prepared to fight. Just fight. Just, just in case you need to know. I don't know. If, I just That's random information I'm giving you. I don't know if you're ever going to need that, but if you do, just know that's what it is. On site, the second you say something about Detroit, negatively around someone from Detroit that you're going to fight. Just just know. Anyway, random, random facts. So, uh, listen, thanks for listening into another episode of the Marketing and, Cupcake, uh, Marketing and Cupcakes podcast. First of all, let's do a shout-out. We got a shout-out VentureX, VentureX Holyoke, because this is where we record these episodes. Um, VentureX Holyoke. What would you say about VentureX Holyoke, JB? I'm, I always talk about VentureX Holyoke. What would you say about Venture? You, you, you got your key to the office. You, you use the space. You utilize the space. What would you say about VentureX? What do you love best about VentureX Holyoke? I like the fact that no matter if you're just starting off or if you're a, a well-developed company that's been in the, the industry for a while, uh, you can find a space here that will fit for you. It's true. Super flexible space. So if you're looking for office space, just go to VentureX dot com slash holyoke if you're looking to record your podcast you could rent a room if you're looking to to have a, a meeting they got two three conference rooms you could use i mean it's it's just office for the day office for monthly traditional office space it's, it's, it's it really you, all the options you got you, you just need a mailbox they got that I, listen whatever you need for your business as far as space and you know just anyway I, go to VentureX dot com slash Holyoke, check it out, book a tour, come see it for yourself. And then please take a picture next to my office and then and, and tag standout truck. And you, you may enter to win something. I don't know what. We, if you do that, you enter to win something. We'll figure out what the prize is to see if you if you take action. So anyway, let's go. Max seven. And by the way, I need you right now to pull out your pen and paper. Or if you like me, pull out your notepad on your phone and get ready. Because I'm about to spit some game. I'm about to teach you how to write the perfect marketing message. Um, and that's what Max Evan was all about. How to create the perfect, perfect marketing message. Um, so, first of all, hey, listen. I, I want you to text uh, Mac1 to 413-251-6762. Because in what we did, a lot of the stuff that I talk about here, if you didn't attend Mac 1 or Mac 2, it may kind of like be a little confusing, but if you, you could always go back and watch those replays. So if you text Mac 1, you could get the, re, the access to Mac 1 and 2 for free um, so you could catch up. But that's just a disclaimer. I want to start here. What is marketing? Here's my definition of marketing, okay? Marketing is about telling people about things they would want and need, but most importantly, pay for if they knew it existed. So want and need would pay for if they don't existed. And then marketing, step two, also helps people justify their decisions. Or it arms them with enough information to justify their decisions uh, to others. So like, why'd you do that? And then the why'd you did that? Well, I did it because boom, 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 boom. And that's all marketing messages. So they could kind of start marketing other people to get them on board. The goal of your marketing messages is to tell people that would buy your thing 
about your thing. And I, I when I when I talk about people, I'm talking about people in the dope bucket. And that's why I'm saying this. This is why I'm saying like I want you to go back and watch that replay because like I explain what the dope bucket is, and I'll, I'll kind of break it down a little bit here. But if you go back, you can get the full gist of it. But I need you to remember. That I said this in mark in marketing and cupcakes one. Um, Marketing is a skill that gets people to do what you want them to do but think is their idea. I'm not going to break that thought down again here. That's in Mac 1. So just go back and watch that. So the dope bucket, it, it really, in a, in, a, in a nutshell, I'm going to say it real quick. My belief system is that 50% of the people are going to love what you got. 50% of people are going to hate it. So people in the dope bucket is that 50% of people that want what you got. The people that don't want it, we put them in the sucker bucket. We push it to the side. We don't even really talk about them. Now, that 50% that want what you have, it breaks down like this. 40% of the people, they just, they're not interested right now. They don't really, they're not, they don't really need it right now. Um, 7% uh, would buy it. They just need a little bit more convincing. They want it. They don't just need it. They don't want it today. 3% would, would, would buy it um, right now. If the messaging was right, they would just, okay, boom, I'm in there. And that 1% would buy it right now, buy it consistently, and then go tell other people about it that would, I, would, would join either the 40% to 3%, uh, sorry, the 40% to 7% or the 3%. So just those, what, what you're looking at. Like I said, though, I break that all the way down more in, in Mac, too, so go back and watch that. But now, so we creating messages for people in the dope bucket. And at Mac, at Mac um, 7, what I did was I gave an example of how in 2001, when Steve Jobs was introducing the iPhone, um, sorry, not iPhone, I don't know why I say iPhone, iPod, because no iPhone didn't exist yet. Um, but when he did that, Steve Jobs didn't say the iPod, a five gigabyte mp3 player that's not what he said if he said that he'd be like okay what that oh all right cool uh -huh. good for you steve what steve said was the ipod 1000 songs in your pocket so right away simple simple message which is one two three four five six seven words the iPod, 1,000 songs in your pocket. Now, keep in mind, 2001, we still were buying CDs. So, um, and we were, we were still downloading songs from, you know, uh, Napster and LimeWire and all these other, we were still learning this technology. And then we were still, with the CDs, we were still burning these CDs. So if, if you got 20, 30 songs on a CD, you know, that, and I, I mean, that's pushing it. So this was like, whoa, a thousand songs in my pocket, and you couldn't put your CD player in your pocket. It was kind of weird. So like that one message right there told people that would buy that thing about that thing. Just that simple. So it was, he crafted a real simple marketing message, and then he goes when he was introduced, and he goes back and you know breaks it down, and, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit in a second too, but. Great market, so great marketing messages uh, tap into the left brain and the right brain. So the left brain is like, you know, technical, you know, is industry talk, acronyms that, you know, you got to be an enthusiast to know about. What's you, what are you talking about? Gigabytes and this and this and all, you know, whatever. What's that even mean? That's left brain talk. Right brain talk um, is, more, is the opposite because left brain is logical. Right brain is more emotional. It's layman's turn, 
layman's terms. It's just real simple language, easy to understand. Like a five-year-old could comprehend. So like good marketing or great marketing messages, not just good, great marketing messages taps both. You you Because you're able to get people on that emotional side. And remember I also said, Marketing um, allows people to to justify the decisions or to like defend the decisions. So that's when you hit them with the logic. Yeah, but boom, boom, boom. So it's both things happen there. And when you think about it this way, going back to like marketing as he's helping people justify or, or or giving them information to justify the decisions to others, that speech that Steve Jobs ended up giving, given, he did. Three things that kind of like helped me um, when I was putting this presentation together that I wanted to share, and, and which we did that night. By the way, if you're not coming to these marketing and cupcakes events, you, 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 it's a whole vibe. You got to come. I'm a, I'm gonna pause here, and and what do you like when the, the marketing and cupcakes events? Like, what do you get from it? What do you like best about the events? And what do you hear people saying they like best about the events? I like meeting everybody. I think it's a great place. <clears throat> I think it's a great situation for everybody to network with each other while at the same time uh, before and after you go through and you t drop all these nuggets and you teach about marketing, right? Uh, so before they network and then after they realize that the, the, the networks that uh, networking that they did, um, how that can all open up to them and how everybody can work together. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, we, we don't call them nuggets though. We call them cupcakes. They drop cupcakes. But you, you, mm -hmm. you're right. No, but and you know, my favorite thing though. It's just around lunchtime, and you I know, know me. <laughs> but my, no, my, my favorite thing though is like watching people apply the cupcakes. Like watching them go and and, and, and use it. And I mean, we've we've seen quite a few people uh, acquire a lot of customers just by. I mean, some people literally like copy and paste the stuff that that that, that I say, and, and and they go out and make it their their thing and. They're getting crazy customers. It, uh, it's, it's really cool seeing that happen. So you look at you about to add something to that. No. Oh, but but no, it's it's really cool seeing that happen. Um, um, so yeah, please come out to come out to the market and a couple event. That same number that I said earlier, and I'll give it to you at the end too. If you text that number, I'll 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 tell you when these um events are, so you could come out. We normally do them once a month. But okay, going back to Steve Jobs. So. His his marketing messages answered the, this question, for for someone uh, asking about why would you why would you spend your money on that iPod thing? Once you listen to his speech, here's how some some of the ways you would respond. Well, because I can fit one thousand of my favorite songs in my pocket. Okay, that boom. Well, why would you spend your money on that iPod thing? Well. It costs less than the best technology out there, which is at 30 cents a song. It gives me 20-minute skip protection, and it's a 10-hour battery life. You know, 1,000 songs could load in under 10 minutes. So, like, if that person wasn't convincing, you're like, whoa, that's a lot. Because now, what was the competition then, right? A CD or a CD player. Or are you downloading all this, all this software? And the iPod beats all of that, right? And, it, and if it's a cost thing, it's 30 cents a song. So if I if I looked at a if I looked at a traditional CD, it wasn't costing me thirty cents a song, right? So now, boom, that's what marketing messages do. It helps people justify their decision or arms with information to justify their decisions to others. Or and the third thing, getting a little more left brainy, right? Why would you spend your money on that iPod thing? 
Well, it's the MP3 music player. Okay, cool. It, it is CD quality music. Wow. And guess what? It plays all popular formats of music, MP3, uh, WAV files, AIF, AIFF files. So that's like the technical person. I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. Now they want one too. So see, a good marketing messages uh, do that. It, 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 it talks to the left brain and the right brain. But you have to, you have to go and watch that um, 2001 uh, Steve Jobs speech. It's on YouTube. Just go like 2001 Steve Jobs iPod speech or something like that, and it'll pop up. It's about eight minutes. Um, you got to watch it. But you'll see how he started with that simple message about the you know a thousand songs in your pocket, and then you'll see how when he was done talking, he hit he hit so and we and at the last podcast, if you didn't listen to it yet, go back and listen to it. we talked about being congruent and consistent, uh, and telling that uh, story. But you'll see how Steve Jobs did that, and he um broke it all down. And by the time as he was done, like the whole world wanted an iPod. I mean, and now you see what it was the iPhone, and it's still like the lead, one of the one of the biggest companies. Uh, right now, the Apple Apple brand, they, as far as like selling, it's, it's insane. It is from that one little launch. He always uses that same type launch with all the products that they that they have. But did, did you learn anything about when you watched when we talked about that? What was what kind of takeaways did you get from what Steve Jobs did? <laughs> On the spot. <laughs> Yeah, see, in this, I, I did that on purpose. So I just wanted to help, because it's tough. Like, how I break this down, because I see, I've been, you got to remember, I've been doing this since I was nine. So, like, I see it in the matrix, and that's why, like, I, I like you to be on the podcast, too, because you typically ask me, and you, you and, and we talk a lot, like, in the, in, on, in the standout truck on the way here, when we're talking about, like, what we're going to talk about. And, and, and you always bring up points from the perspective of, like, oh, shoot, I never really, thanks for putting me on to that. I didn't see that. So like you won't be able to answer that, that question I just asked you. That's, that was a loaded question mm. because it, like I promise you, and that's why I'm encouraging everybody to um to watch that because it's like literally in that eight nine minutes, it's a master cl- class in marketing. And I promise you, you could go back and watch that 20 years from now, and you'll still learn like a, a, some some new things. So that was really just to like get people to like really go and watch it because you 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 at at Mac. Uh, seven, I really went in and broke that whole thing down. So like, um, and even now, like I, I saw when we when I was recapping just now, you was lighting up when when I talked about like the three the different marketing messages that he did. But that's the that's the whole because thing. more more for me. Like I, I was just thankful that I didn't have to um, I didn't have to get some rechargeable batteries uh, <laughs> for my for my CD ten hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. and I knew that they were all not going to and it wasn't going to skip. And I just felt all of just all that that I wish that a CD player could do and that's what it was doing for me so I I was getting in that and then when you were talking about the left and the right brain I kind of have these two different types of personalities when I go and I'm cooking so if you were to ask me um like I'm a big foodie and I've I've been cooking for years so I have this uh this person this persona called Eddie Tech so if you were to talk to me about a recipe or what you need to cook something or why something was so delicious I could break it down and tell you all the technical skills that it brought to to that dish and it would probably end up having you wanting to eat that dish afterwards but it was making me understand my personas that I have in my head I have to get more technical and then I have to 
go with the nostalgic in your heart kind of feeling and always back it up with those Eddie Tech um, uh, moments. See, that's it, and you you got it. Now you got the you got the main point of that the whole thing. Understanding that marketing is emotional and is logical. People uh, pay more attention to the emotional stuff. Because the logical stuff, you kind of have to sometimes have prior knowledge, you have to, or you have to really have to stop and think about it. So you gotta you gotta hit them with the emotional stuff, and then drop some of the, the logical stuff in there too. And that that's how it how it, how it sinks in. Which brings me to this point. And and I told you guys we were going to reference um, marketing one, marketing companies one, and marketing companies two. So. In, in Mac 1, I talked about the AMJC flow. Like, if good marketing is a flow, AMJC. If you don't know what that is, make sure you go, like, text Mac 1. Here's the number again, 413-251-6762. Because I, I, I break down um, what a good marketing message looks like, and it's a flow. You want to be able to track attention to marketing messages, which that's more right brain thinking, the marketing message, the more emotional stuff that justify justify is a left brain stuff uh the, and the c stands for call to action that, that you're going to get people to follow your call to action so i'm a i'm a i'm a so home depot has this ad i i wrote the whole ad out um uh it, the premise of it is the family they move they're in the daughter's room they move the dresser over they realize that man that we need new carpet because this big bright spot where the dresser used to be and everyone knows that like when you leave the piece of furniture for a while the whole other room just looked like it's two different sets of carpet so that was the visual of it right here's here's what they did they put the a and m they attracted attention and marked to the marketing message in the same thing so that am was sometimes you don't realize you need new carpet until you realize you need new carpet right and that's when they moved over to move the dresser then their justification started like this. At the Home Depot, you find a wide selection of stain-resistant and durable carpet brands. And we'll install it for you for free of charge. And when it's done, it looks amazing. And even if you never see it again, right? Because it goes back to like, you're going to put the dresser back there. You won't even see it again, but you know it's done right. That starts justifying, like, not only not only now you start thinking about buying a new carpet, right? You also think about buying it from them and get, 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 getting them to install it. Your brain, this all happens real quick. And then they're called to action. Start your installation today at the Home Depot. Uh, and then at that point, you see the logo, and it says, how doers get more done. And you go, yeah, you're right, I'm a doer. Let's get it done. So, like... Just look, listen to that marketing message. You're, you're right now thinking in your head, if you have carpet in your house, like, do I need new carpet? And by the way, Home Depot, Home Depot, <laughs> you should, I, I'm going to send you the invoice like I sent JP the invoice at the last, <laughs> the last episode. No, no, keeping it serious. But, like, but that one simple marketing message right there that tells you so much about what Home Depot does. They have carpets, right? They have a wide selection. They install it for you, right? And 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 all you got to do is come on into Home Depot. Like this like it was quick. So if you able to um and that's why I said if you understand that AMJC flow, attract attention to marketing messages, justify people following your call to action, you could always create a good marketing message. I was just justifying putting in some new carpet because they said that it was cost effective because it was free. That's free it. installation. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Another thing that I always talk about too, like, and this 
goes back to like display ads or out of home ads, which is like billboards. Like you know, we we own standout truck, um, so we, we out of home industry. But ten words or less, can you say it in ten words or less? Like, and when I when I was doing this, I was like, man, okay. I want to take a product that everybody knows and create a silly ad in ten words or less. So I I, I took I took uh, tab- Tabasco sauce and I wrote I wrote an ad and the ad that I said it was is picture this is a billboard. This okay? wasn't their ad. No, this wasn't that. I wrote oh, okay. that. I wrote that. I wrote that ad. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I took a, a, a picture of picture of a white background, right? A white billboard. You outside on the highways, big white billboard. And then you just see a big bottle of Tabasco sauce, right? The red and in, in, in the in the green and the, with the red top, right? And then next to the ad, the ad copy is makes two day old pizza taste even better, right? So the audience that this would be for would be for college students, right? So now now see how much more magnified that message became. But like when I said two day old pizza tastes better, you're like, Mike, come on, man. But then now you realize it's for college students. Oh, it makes sense. And that's another thing you got to remember. Uh, where you deploying your marketing messages and who you deploying your marketing messages to, very important. You need to always understand your audience and you always need to understand your location. And if, you, if you're looking to make your marketing messages work even smarter. But so let's just say that's our target, college students, right? So 10 words or less would be make two-day-old pizza taste even better, right? So because that's my billboard. But now let's say, boom, I'm, I'm, now I'm also, I know I got my billboard or I got the standout truck driving around this college campus consistently. People, they've seen this Tabasco sauce ad, and now, now we're retargeting them when they're on social media. And this, I wrote another ad to go with this with the AMJC flow, okay? And that ad said, the A or attracting the attention was this. You know that feeling when you have leftover pizza and it's just not as good as it was when it was fresh? Yeah, yeah I know that feeling. That's attract attention, right? Then M, marketing message, introducing Tabasco hot sauce, the sauce that makes leftover pizza taste better. Huh. Okay, that's emotional. Huh. Then J, Justification, just add a few drops to your pizza and enjoy an instant flavor boost. Hmm. So, JP, why are you getting this? Why are you getting this Tabasco sauce? Oh, man, because if you add a few drops on my pizza, it's just like it's an instant flavor boost. Really? Okay, I want that. You can justify, right? Um, to, going along, finishing the justification. Tabasco is also great on pasta, chicken, and more. So JP, why are you doing this Tabasco thing? Just, man, because it's good on it's good on pasta, it's good on chicken, it's good on fish. It's, but you got to try it on it. So like it's justifying. And then now the person listening, like, huh? Because I'm arming, right? Oh, okay. I got to try it. Yeah, you got to try it, right? So then, boom. The call to action is try Tabasco uh, today, and make your leftovers taste amazing. And then available at your lo- local grocery store because you know. We go and close them. Where they go to buy it? You go to buy it in the local grocery store. That's right down the street from the college. They could go, let me go get some this, this Tabasco sauce. Or they're going to go in the grocery store to get stuff anyway. So but now they see the Tabasco sauce. It may be like a, a display ad now that says, make two-day-old two pizza taste even better because the same uh, messaging. And then, boom, you got the college students buying the Tabasco sauce with these simple marketing messages. Like, you don't have to overcomplicate this. You just have to understand your audience. You have to understand the location. You have to understand what you have to say to make them pay attention, and then you get your AMJC flow going, and then you rock it out. So I like how you were staying congruent right there, talking about bringing back our last podcast and 
making sure that the message came back again in a different um in a different way just uh a, a, like in the store yeah exactly you, you, you keep because that you know that you, you get to create the brand you get to, to you get to tell the story and and the customers know what next step to take it was like a good comedian bringing it back around yep. exactly so hope you learned something there uh what i want you to get out is one keep your marketing messages simple when you with your marketing message you want to speak to the left and the right brain and then you want to begin with the end in mind. What do you want them to happen? What, what do you want to happen? What do you want them to do when they follow and they listen to these marketing messages and follow? So keep that in mind so you do things to get them to take the next step because marketing needs to the next step, the next step, the next step, and then boom, they become customers. So until the next episode, thank you. Time is the most valuable commodity. Thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, shout out my man JP. Follow him on Instagram, Bobby underscore not brown. How's it go? You got it. Oh, hey, hey, $10. You owe me $10. Uh, have a great day. Uh, thanks you for listening. Peace.